Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. Max, how you doing tonight, my brother? I'm doing good, man. How about you, yourself? Doing good. Starting off a little slow. Forgot to put my my back my backlight in the in the background. Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Wednesday night, doing the pickums week three. Very excited. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment down below. Any thoughts, opinions that you guys have? Welcome to the show, man. If you guys are new to the channel, we do pickums like this. We do podcasts. We do. Uh, mjc originals do a little film work here and there max likes to do little uh voiceovers with talking about certain plays like devin booker a couple years back (laughs) gotta bring those back low key (laughs) low key if you want max of seven minutes of just him calling devin booker the biggest pussy in the world go ahead and check out that video (laughs) is but uh Let's get right into it, man. There's no other place to start than the Pickums record. All right, I gotta call you out on it, dog. So last it's a week, slight three game. This is slight three game. It's just nothing light, you know. Don't let don't let the house four games. Start, it's four you know? games. It's four games. Nine and seven it's last three. week. Nine and seven last week. You went seven and nine, unless the doc was wrong. Was the doc wrong? Because nine and seven. Yeah, you went ten and six. Oh, okay. So I got another win. So don't mind the graphic. All all you need to know, people, is that I'm up. I'm up. I'm off to a strong start today. Uh, or this year, should I say. And I'm hype, bro. I'm hype. I'm beating Max in the pickums. Max, what do you gotta say about about that? What do you gotta say for yourself? I'm a two time defending champion. Don't let don't let two weeks slow me down. Don't let two weeks. Don't you know, let he'll take weeks. a bath. He'll don't. take a bath. He's a proven commodity. <laughs> He's a proven commodity, so am I. Uh, unfortunately, there's not going to be a lot of par- like a lot of disparity this week. Unfortunately, Juan, I just yeah. have an idea. I have a feeling. <laughs> All right, it's, let's start. It's, it's not a great cast of games. Let's say that it's it's not. But it, you know, it's a little sneakers up in there. You know, let's start off with Thursday night football. Okay, New York Giants going to San Francisco. Man, quick turnaround that's for both. That's a bad. <laughs> Thursday turnaround, man. I feel like this will be a lot more interesting if number one, the Giants had Saquon Barkley, and number two, if the Giants didn't win last Sunday, because they'll be looking down the barrel of 0 and 3. But that's not the case. Uh huge underdogs in this one, regardless. Ten and a half points. Max, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I just don't see how the Giants get it done. You know, they for six quarters or seven quarters of football, they look like one of the worst teams in the NFL. They are playing the Arizona Cardinals, who are arguably the worst team in football. San Francisco's on a roll. They're 2-0, and and, you know, the Rams played them tough, but Sean McVay kind of gets Kyle Shanahan, and it's a tough divisional game. But there's nothing in my mind that would have me pick against the San Francisco 49ers. It would be my lock of the week if it wasn't for another game. I'm that confident. Uh, I think they'll cover the spread. I think they're going to destroy them. I don't think the Giants' defense is going to be able to slow down San Francisco's offense, and they definitely can't. If they could unblock Dallas, they're not going to be able to block San Fran. Yeah, uh, I, I said this last uh, last show with the recap. Look, San Francisco is just so dynamic, man, and especially when they have their big three. 
That's that's the way I see it with them. When they have their big three with Debo, George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey, uh, they're unstoppable at times. And the one hope that the Giants could have is Max. I don't know if you could recall, but when are we going to have a bad Brock Purdy game? I'm talking like legitimately bad. It's yet to happen. So maybe they have that NFC championship game. Uh, He got hurt, though. No, no, no. he got hurt. He got hurt. I don't know. I don't think this is going to be the team that exposes him. Uh, Wink Martindale does some really interesting things, Juan, but it's just such a that that run game really puts you in a bind where then the pass looks are really good. You have to have a special defense. Maybe I'm thinking you got to be stout. You can play the run with four or five. That'll be the type of way to expose Brock Purdy, but it's not happening this week, man. It's right. not going to happen unless he's yeah. just drinking before the game and stuff like that. He's the San Francisco 49ers, man. I'm picking a blowout, 35-10. 35-10. Uh, Max, I'm going to go with 30-17. to 17. Uh, Blowout as well, man. Just not a good matchup for uh, It's a tough Giants. schedule, I think, for the Giants. It's yeah. really tough with the schedule. First of all, you're flying across the country three hours. You're gonna. It's gonna be a three hour time difference. Yeah. Thursday night football, short week. I would imagine they would have just stayed on the West Coast, right? They would have yeah. stayed for. They played in Arizona, so yeah. Uh, just a tough little stretch right here. Right. All right. Let's move on to Sunday morning football. Let's go to Seattle, where they're taking on the Carolina Panthers. Look, man, the Panthers looked just not that good on on Monday night football against the Saints. Uh, Seattle, on the other hand, they looked really good. Um, Stella got their groove back with them. DK got involved. Tyler Lockett looked pretty good. Kenny Walker um, had a bounce back game with them. Their defense still an issue, but I'm hoping that that was the Detroit Lions they went up against. So maybe they get a pass. But Max, what do you think about this one? I'm concerned one about the Seattle defense. Uh, Bryce Young, he's had moments. You know, he had that really great scramble, juke the guy out of his shoes. But overall, Bryce Young has had a rough go of things, thrown some really bad interceptions, made some dumb decisions. And, hey, that's par for the course when you're a rookie. Your number one receivers, uh, Adam Thielen, who's a little bit washed. You have Jonathan Mingo, who's young. They don't have a good running back. They have Miles Sanders. They have guys who are average everywhere on the offense. The old line play is not great one. Uh, I think this game could definitely be interesting because of Seattle's defense. I don't think it's good at all. But I have a hard time thinking Bryce Young is going to carry them against Seattle in Seattle, you know, Sunday morning. Like the DJ Cal will say, Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, big injury, 2-1. Two, two big injuries for the defense already. I think J.C. Horn's out for a long time, and Shaq Thompson suffered a horrific injury. He's out the year. So – it's going to be tough sledding for Carolina. Very tough sledding. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Seattle all the way. Run game. Yeah. Uh, I was way off on the Carolina Panthers. You know, I, I really, I still think they have a really good defense. And I do trust in Bryce Young. But what in, would you predict it, Max, that the whole NFC South is undefeated except for the Carolina Panthers? Bucks undefeated. No, that's, that's surprising. But I, I'm not surprised. They're, they're, I'm not surprised they're zero and two. I'm surprised everyone else is two and zero. 
Yeah, the offensive line is pretty bad. I think that's that's what did it in for them. But uh, what's your score for this one, Max? 27-21, Seattle wins. Close game. Close game because I think they'll be able to produce some points on Seattle's defense. Yeah. I'm going to go with 34-17 to 17, uh, with Seattle as well winning. Okay, let's move on to Baltimore taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this line is a little bit you know, sneaky because Anthony Richardson is in concussion protocol. It's eight and a half points, but we've seen some pretty good things from the Colts the last two weeks with Minshew and Richardson. But at the end of the day, the Ravens are two and zero. What do you think about this one, Max? Well, I think the loss of Anthony Richardson, while it kind of limits the ceiling, it also raises the floor for this team. Because Gardner Minshew, he's a guy who's been in the NFL. He's had success. He was good on the Eagles as a backup. He was good in Jacksonville. So he raises the floor a little bit. Do I think that's enough to take a take a bite out of Baltimore? No, I don't. Baltimore's big people up front on defense and offense. I think they're going to be able to move the ball. Lamar, look for him to get on track because this cold secondary is nothing special. Hey, the Colts have had two tight games, so they've been good. I don't think they're going to rush Anthony Richardson back. There's no need to. You don't want to. Uh, Ryan Kelly, same thing. He's in concussion protocol. You lose your starting quarterback, starting center. That's not fun. Uh, Baltimore's going to win this game, 28-7. I think it's a blowout, uh, regardless regardless of who plays QB. Yeah. Look, I, I got some faith in the Colts here. The Colts are an interesting team because Anthony Richardson, if he plays, I do believe that they're really dynamic and they're doing some special things in the run game to include him. There were some plays last week where he was doing some great things like the first like quarter of that game before he got hurt. And the designs by by Steichen excites, uh, excites me. And we haven't really seen much from the Ravens as far as giving me confidence like they're an elite team to me I look at it like this week one it was Houston week two struggling Bengals team with Joe Burrow okay so there there is that to consider here but I'm with you with the questionability with Anthony Richardson playing I gotta go with the fucking Baltimore Ravens man what what's your score 28-7-1 it's a blowout 28-7. Sorry. Struggling getting these uh, graphics in. I got 27-19 to 19 Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Let's move on to Cleveland. They're facing off the Tennessee Titans. Uh, hosting them in Cleveland. Weird game. I, I feel like this is going to be a game that possibly goes into overtime. And it's pro- possibly going to be 9-9 nine to nine at the end of it. <laughs> that's, that's what I think about these two teams. But uh, Max, what do you think? You know, I'm not excited for this game at all. I think the Titans, especially with the injury to Nick Chubb, which was gruesome, speedy, speedy wishes for a recovery. I don't think the Browns are going to do much this week. I think they're going to be reeling. I know Cream Hunt's back in the building. I have a hard time thinking they're going to be able to do much on offense because their offense can be piss poor at times. Uh, Titans, underrated team. They're one and one. Who did they lose to last week? They the, lost to no the Titans won. They beat the Chargers. Oh, who they lose to week one? I'm sorry. They lost to they lost to the Saints. The Saints, and that's a really good team. So yeah. you know what? 
I'm not looking forward to this one. I think the Browns are going to get waxed. I'm going 24-7, final score. Okay. I really don't think it'll be close. Nick Chubbs there changes it a little bit. Deshaun Watson, too. Got to have a talk about him next Sunday if he's pissed poor again. Yeah. He misses so many throws now. So many. <laughs> Look, I, I like the Tennessee Titans team, man. They're, they're super underrated. I felt like it was a big deal to get that win last week. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had some big plays. And a guy to watch for, guys. And if you're a fantasy owner out there, keep an eye on this too. Tajay Spears. I got to keep on bringing up this this guy's name. He's a rookie out of Tulane. My number three running back coming out of the draft. I think every single week now, it seems like he makes a big play in the game. And if Derrick Henry goes down, because we know how how easily he goes down now with his age and the play style he, he, uh, he runs with, don't be surprised if Tajay Spears goes in there and becomes a big factor for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans as well, though. I'm going to go with the score of 20 to 17. Close one. And then you said 24 to 7, right, Max? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Let's go ahead and go to Denver, man. Denver at Miami. Oh, this- God. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Denver. You really had a chance to be one and one. Yeah. What do you think about this one, Max? Rewritten all over it. I don't know if I mean I think they'll play a little bit hard because you know they know their season's kind of on the line. I think Dolphins are too talented. What? They're just too talented. I mean, you could maybe say, "Hey, Jalen Waddle gets concussed. You know, he might not play. Whatever." But I think they'll be able to run the ball. Is does the Broncos coaching slash offense scare anybody? No. I think it'll be kind of tight in the and the Broncos are going to end up choking this one away. Uh, I got the Dolphins one. It's it's really not like, a, ooh, you have to pick them. I, I don't see how you could pick against the Dolphins here. Like, you're literally betting on them to shit the bed. Yeah. Look, let's have this conversation. Russell Wilson, how long does this last? They have an $8 million quarterback on the bench in Jared Stidham who showed a little something last year with the Raiders in those last two games of the year. Is there I mean, a possibility? I don't, I don't see why we would just say the team. So you're saying the, the problem is rest still? Like he is just beyond crap? If they, we're going? If they go 0-3 and, and he throws two it's picks. It's on him, though. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like You're saying it's him. Like Even if he goes out there and is just diming shit up. I would say last game, it was him. He started the avalanche with that fumble last week, and he just fucking stared at the ball like a dummy, looking like Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. Like, that kind of shit is unacceptable, bro. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, fumbling already, that's bad. But the way that you just look at the fucking ball and don't even attempt to get it, what does that tell you? Looking at it from a teammate's perspective. Like, what the fuck, bro? And... With all the talk from last year, with him being weird with teammates, dancing on the plane, that kind of shit that I see on the field just confirms it even more that, like, teammates are not bought in on this guy. And like I said from the get-go, I don't think Champagne's bought in on this guy. So they go 0-3. He throws two interceptions, not saying it's all on him. 
But at some point, what is the first thing to change, Max, in a situation like this? It's quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree with. I get what you're saying. I just don't want to. I don't want to play the game of oh, if he throws two interceptions. I mean, I just think this Denver team, and I was someone who was high on them. Like their defense is really just not the dominant force it was. Like, hey, they scored 21 points probably last year. That gets it done for them. As opposed yeah. to this year, they just can't seem to stop the bleeding no matter what they do. Yeah. They gave up po- – how many points were scored the week one? Like 17? Yeah. They had – that's against a Raider team. That's not a great offense in itself. No mm-hmm. shots at you. But I'm just not – I'm just not impressed with this Denver team at all. Your so boy Marvin Mims? That, yeah, I was going to say, my boy Marvin Mims, I'm really hyped for. I, I really had him. You gave me a lot of shit for putting him in there. <laughs> like what I've seen so far. And uh, just to talk on Miami, because I watched uh, a lot of film on Miami this this last week. Uh, I've been doing some stuff on Christian Gonzalez, just watching him closely. How amazing is it that <laughs> Mike McDaniels lines up Tyreek Hill as a fucking tight end almost every That's single play? That's what I said last week. Yeah. I said last week, I'm like, this is unbelievable. And they get him running, and then they do these RPOs. Like... <laughs> I've been impressed with Tua so far. I'm not going to like throw him into my top five or top ten. He's still looking out. But Mike McDaniel, you got to give him credit for just putting Tua in a position of success. He just makes it easy for him. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have two really great receivers. Let me use them correctly. Yeah. That's what you like to see as, as a fan of your coach. You want to see your coach being in good positions, not shitty ones. Exactly. Uh, but me and Max are both – going Miami in this one 30 to 20 for me 31 to 21 for Max okay let's move on New York Jets hosting the New England Patriots the New England Patriots Patriots fan you're feeling good right now you're like thank god this is like the opposite of the Giants it's like oh we got just what we needed we got just what we needed 14 in a row for the New England Patriots, fourteen in a row, Max. I don't think they. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be fifteen. Uh, it's it's going to be fifteen. <laughs> It'll be fifteen. Well, you like, were you not... were you you weren't trying to give shit to Zach Wilson last week. No, no, it's not just like let's just not put it all on him. It was a close game, right? Like until they had to start passing every fucking play. And I think I made a valid argument, like, hey, it wasn't that great in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers when he's getting hit, when guys aren't getting open. When he has to just throw the ball in 22 seconds, and it's not like it's not like he shit the bed against Arizona. Dallas defense is absurd right now, absurd. Yeah, and we're just going to crucify this kid. Hey, this week, guess what, man? They're probably going to get smashed up again on the O line side of things. They cannot block shit. They're going to not be able to run the ball. They're not going to be able to pass the ball. And they'll just give up enough points. Hey, the defense gave up a good amount of points last week. Even without that, there was a couple touchdown drives. So I'm just saying, it's not like this Jets team was the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then Brady started shitting the bed or something. It's not like it was that. Mm. It was a team on the up and up. There was a lot, There's still a lot of talent. But it's far from this thing that's like, wow. Wow, oh my God. Yeah. How could they be bad? And to hey, you don't be think f- Aaron Rodgers would be getting hit like crazy? Yeah. And to be and fair. Say, throw the ball fast. Who's throw the ball fast? To be fair to. work like that. To be fair to Zach Wilson, Max, uh, two of those picks came way late in the game. 
Like that's way what I'm late. All three of them came in the fucking fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention the fucking lunatic Mike Parsons that he was dealing with the whole game. <laughs> but on the did, new if did you see the stunt he did? Did you yeah, see that play? Yeah. When we talk about the Aaron Cowboys, Rogers might not have played the rest of the fucking year if he got hit like that. Like, I it's I, just crazy how bad they are up front. I have a clip of, of Micah doing that in, in the highlights that I have for the Cowboys when we talk about them. But uh on the Patriots side if they lose this one, like let's just oh, say yeah, the done. man, that that that's a really bad look. Like yeah. we've always said, like Zach Wilson is never gonna embarrass Bill Belichick. But if they come out and they get beat by the Jets, like to me, it's it's Any panic other coach time. Should be on the hot seat, but when yeah. you're an icon, you're not on it. Exactly. Truthfully, yeah. And I, I want to speak a little bit about uh, Christian Gonzalez. Um, two weeks in a row, he's had very impressive weeks. Devontae Smith, week one uh, slash AJ Brown, and then week two for last week, Tyree Kill, and. Been watching the kid closely. Did a uh, did some film study, and he's he looks the fucking part, man. He plays off coverage, plays press coverage, zone coverage, man coverage, really everything, really everything. Run. Yeah, and he's so acrobatic, man. Uh, I'm very interested to see how better he gets throughout the season, because. It kind of it's kind of reminded me of Sauce of last year, where like Sauce just came out the gates like I'm a lockdown corner, and I'm gonna be an All Pro this year. Nah, I, I want say that. I want it. Stop, stop. You a hater on Sauce, but came out the gates All Pro as a rookie. Uh, exciting to see if we can get that two years in a row with Christian Gonzalez if he keeps on playing the way that he's playing. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a stud. I I had him number one. You had him number two. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, but come on, Max. We we even said it in there. One A, one B. We both like No, I know, no, no. Fuck you. You said one A, one B. No, one A, one B. Not much. No, no, no. Stop it. You oh yeah. Asshole, you had him number two. I didn't like him as I didn't say he was one. (laughs) Come on. Come on. You gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. I picked him. Yeah, picked you him. picked him, but I had him at two. It's like you exactly. love always. It's like you. This is your fucking line yeah. right here. Oh yeah, I thought he was bad. I put him at two, asshole. That's what you're doing you did, to though. me. You did. That's you what did. you're doing to me right now. I love eat, it. <laughs> eat your I'm fucking words. Get used to it. All right, let's um let's show the score for for that one. Uh, you have twenty eight to ten Patriots. I have twenty three to seventeen Patriots. Okay, Patriots all the way. Get their first dub this Sunday. Okay, let's move on. Buffalo and Washington. Washington, man, we got to have a conversation about this because Eric Bieniemy is lighting it up for the Washington Commanders right now. And I'm curious to see what your thoughts are about them. I really like what I've seen. I mean, I don't like it because I don't want them to succeed. But as an impartial observer, they're looking really good. That D-line kind of gives them a chance in any game. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Josh Sweat, uh, Montez Sweat. Sorry, Josh Sweat. Chase Young, Montez Sweat. And they got a couple guys hurt. Uh, that linebacker they took a couple years ago, what was Jamin Davis looks good. 
look, man, they're they're a feisty bunch, man. Ron Rivera deserves a little more credit. He had, there was a little like weird stuff coming out. The new ownership, the new stink on the team, new car smell. I'm worried about Buffalo. I don't think it'll be a walk in the park like years past because that D line can wreak havoc. And Sam Howell looks really good, like yeah. pretty freaking good. Yeah, this team, it has so much talent, Max. I, I I think it's one of the most underrated teams as far as talent-wise. Cause yeah, you look at Sam Howe and you can you can have your your th- doubts about him. I, I, I don't blame any anyone who does. But Terry McLaurin, stud. Um Jahan Dotson. Logan Thomas, really Logan, good. yeah, Brian Robinson, a uh, guy that you liked coming out of the draft who's really starting mm-hmm. to blossom and pick out a legitimate role with with the uh commanders and their offensive line a pretty fucking steady man like they just have a bunch of pieces where you're looking at them and they're like can they be maybe last year's giants and shock the world and make the playoffs and maybe even win a playoff game like if i'm dallas am i looking at them like do i want to play the commanders this year if i'm the eagles it's like do i want to play the commanders this year in the playoffs that's something to look at with this team, man. Because Eric Bieniemy, he's done something. He's done something with this team. Yeah, and he had, remember he had a lot of hate coming out yeah. for a long time. A Part of, of it was asshole that... was asshole Lashawn McCoy talking out of his ass because he was old as fuck and he didn't carve out a role for him. That was part of it. Because don't you remember when Lashawn came out and was like, yeah, yeah, he, uh, he, yeah, and because he, he wouldn't hold the ball tight. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you were at the end of your career. Like, you probably fucking deserved that shit. <laughs> like, they had better options than you. So Yeah, I would go with that. And, and you look on the Chiefs side, uh, you can argue right now with with the two weeks that we've watched, um, you can argue, like, Eric B. Enemy is missed in Kansas City. Cause you could you definitely you could definitely say that yeah yeah because they're not even not, using they're not putting up points they're not they're not using guys like they were last year like Pacheco where's Pacheco been where's Jarek McKinnon been those guys were huge playmakers for them down the stretch and it's like we're seeing that right now with the Commanders like Brian Robinson is catching balls out of the backfield and making plays in space that looks like the Chiefs of last year and. The, the the one thing is is Sam Howe. I understand that. What what are your thoughts on Sam Howe? Because you know how I feel. I love them coming out of the draft. So yeah, I don't think I I didn't have him in there. I remember yeah, there was stuff to like, but you know they came from such a dumb offense. You know Mac Brown, UNC, but dude, he's really proven like he's basically been the best case of what you thought. Like he looked like I think we we were split on him because two years before, like his film, the year we watched, like he got drafted was not good. The year before that was like wow. This guy's really freaking good. Yeah. So we kind of had to decipher like uh, which film was him. I took the side of no, not really. You took the side of oh well, yeah, like it's just a bad year. He lost the dynamic brown, Diami brown, like right. four other guys. Yeah. But man, this kid is good. I think he's there to stay. I think they have their guy. He has balls. You, know, you don't know if he'll be a star, but you know, going next year, be like oh Sam How- Sam How's our guy for sure. Yeah. And uh, let's move on to the Buffalo side. Look, they, they kicked the shit out of the Raiders last week. They looked phenomenal. Josh Allen, uh, Stella got his groove back. No interceptions last week. Key stat. Uh, look, they got something going on with James Cook. I like what I've seen from James Cook. But 
I'm still kind of concerned about that second playmaker. Like, Gabe Davis oh, yeah. is still not the yeah. guy. A year fucking later, huh? A year later, I know. But you convinced me like halfway throughout the year. You know, I was singing that tune of, of hey, Gabe Davis, he should be the guy. I was believing the Buffalo hype. And you're like, dude, they don't have a second playmaker. It's a fucking issue. They don't have yeah. one. And th- Dalton Kincaid's far, far away from being that guy. He, yeah. To me, Kincaid is going to have some good moments, but I feel like at the end of the day, he's not going to make an, a huge impact this year. I see him making a larger no. impact in years, years to come. And I, what I, what I want to just classify something, I think Dawson Knox is really good, but he's not the type of guy and neither Stefan Diggs. They have nobody. You're like, Oh shit. We have to make sure we cover that guy at all times. Right. That guy could really torch us. They need a playmaker on the outside. It's not Kincaid. It's not Knox. They're both good, but Gabe Davis is just, he's just so hit or miss hot and cold, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And I don't like it. I think they need to probably find a way to upgrade that. Like, I don't think Deandre Hopkins would have been a big, big boon for them. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, they could have taken a guy like Zay Flowers and be like, oh, wow, that guy's scary. That guy's really scary. Could have taken someone else. Like, uh, um, who else was there? I'm trying to think. Who got Addison. Really quick Addison. Yeah, Jordan Johnson. Addison, who's not my favorite cup of tea, but he's still good. Yeah. But Buffalo, uh, you need a second playmaker. The O line's shaky one. I think the Josh Allen might be forced into some mistakes by this D line. That being said, I think I will pick Buffalo to win. 21 18 but it'll be a hard fought scratch and claw type game yeah it's gonna it's gonna be hard imagining the commanders going three and oh man honestly i got a close one too uh 28 to 20 uh one possession game but for me the bills are always gonna have that trump card max where we have josh allen one of the best players in the league and he can be the difference for us. And mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to fare for Buffalo moving on in big playoff games because we've seen the result of that. But for a game like this against the Commanders, uh, I'm betting on that. But something to watch out for with the Commanders, if they go 3-0, and you got to take them seriously. Because the recipe to win this game, Max... What did you just say? Offensive line kind of shaky for the Buffalo Bills. This can be potential of Chase Young come out party and that defensive line whooping a whole lot of ass in this ball game. That's the recipe, straight up. Yeah, uh, no, I 100% agree. 100%. And Buffalo's defense isn't something you're like, oh, shit, they can really make a lot of plays. Not really about that. Yeah. Let's move on to Atlanta and Detroit. Kind of under the radar, Pretty good game. You know, three and a half points. Uh, Detroit is favored. What do we think of this one, man? Bijan Robinson has has arrived. Absolutely. That's for that's for damn sure one. Like, this is going to be a very offensive game. 45, take the over. I don't think Detroit and, and Atlanta are really going to stop each other that much. I think Detroit has a really good O-line. Atlanta has a subpart D-line. Good corners. Amon St. Rounds is banged up. C.J. Gardner-Johnson's out. But that being said, one, I think it's going to be fireworks. It's going to be who might have the ball last. If they can get a turnover or two on Ritter. Jared Goff's been pretty good. 
I know last week he threw a pick six, but he has been pretty good about limiting mistakes. Jamar Gibbs versus Bijan. Maybe get Jamar Gibbs fired up. David Montgomery's going to be banged up. I'm picking the Lions to win this one one in a close 30 to 27 game shootout. It's in Detroit. Atlanta's feeling too good about themselves, 2 0. Let's send them back down to earth. <laughs> Look, man. Um, Atlanta is such a weird team because it's hard to get on board the way that they win. They win so ugly. They run the shit out of the ball. They look like a 60s fucking team out there. Desmond Ritter just does enough to win the game. And their defense makes just enough plays for them to win. Like, people kind of forget about Atlanta as far as their defense goes. Grady Jarrett is still an elite-ass player. Like, they still have him. And then adding Jesse Bates under the table, Max, that's been one of the best free agent signings oh, yeah. so he's far. A he's a stud. stud. Yeah. He, he's came in and he's made immediate impact. And Detroit's defense is kind of suspect, dog. Kind of suspect in this one. Uh, the whole thing with Atlanta, can, could they go 3-0? It's going to be big if they can. Uh, I know Max has the Lions taking this one. I got the Falcons, man. I got a 3-0 start for them, 26-24, a close game. I cannot trust that Detroit Lions defense. I just don't. I like Aiden Hutchinson. But that's about it, man. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, other news on that, out for the season with his talk, uh, trash-talking ass. All right? Fucking Seahawks were wearing the ski mask in the fucking locker room after the game last week, and he's out with a torn peck or whatever he has. So yeah, an, another loss, another loss for them. And uh, key one in this one, let's see if Kyle Pitts and Drake London can do some stuff. Because this is a game where they can eat. They have to be able to eat. Weak linebackers and weak corners. They have to fucking eat in this one, man. So I agree, 100%. I, I'm, I'm rolling with the Falcons, man. Can't trust Jared Goff. My boy threw a pick six. I think he's going to turn into old Goff. All right, even though we haven't seen it in a couple, uh, in a season and a half, it seems like. Uh, let's go <laughs> to New Orleans and Green Bay. Okay, this pretty good game. It's not Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. But we got Jordan Love against Derek Carr. Yeah, that's like the that's like the um, budget version of that. What do you think, Juan? Tell me what you're thinking about this game first. Why then I can wait. Look, um, I like Green Bay in this one, man. I got to tell you the truth. And the Saints have looked fine. The Saints have looked fine. Their defense looks good. Um, the offense has has its moments. They they seem key on getting Michael Thomas involved. To the fullest. They're trying to get him back on track. But something about this Green Bay Packers team is exciting me, man. I, I love Jordan Love. Uh, I, I know I said that kind of weird, but uh, excited about him. Hopefully they can get Aaron Jones back because I do feel like he was a big factor in the first week. And mm-hmm. they were a B. John Robinson run away from winning that game last week. It was a great play by they him. Were. The Falcons won it. But don't count out the Packers, man. Don't count out the Packers. Their defense is still legit. I like Rashawn Gary and Jahir Alexander on that defense. 
I got Packers, man. Uh, I, I don't feel like the Saints are going to have enough. And if the Saints wind up winning this one, I'm going to be impressed. I'm going to be very impressed because it's going to take Derek Carr winning this game for them. I don't think they're going to be able to lean on their defense like they have been the last two weeks. One, what I'm worried about for the Packers, and I'm also going to pick them. I'm worried about Christian Watson. I'm worried about Aaron Jones. They need both those guys. First of all, Christian Watson could be a game changer for the Packers. Yeah. Just with his speed, his size. Aaron Jones, underrated as hell. I love A.J. Dillon to death, but he lacks a dynamic playmaking. Like, when was the last time you saw him make a big play ever? Tell me. I mean, I love the guy. I just don't think it's it's his it's in his nature. He's a grinded out guy. I'm gonna pick the Packers to win a close one. 17 16. I think Derek Carr, when he kind of plays outside, it's cool. It's like a little hot. It's like it's not like ideal conditions. Derek, Derek Carr like playing in the dome. He does. He does. And that pass rush can get after him. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with the whole running back situation for the for the Saints. Jamal Williams has a hammy. So they got one more Jamal week to go. Yeah, yeah, they got one more week to go for, for AK to come back. But this is going to be an interesting one. It's going to tell a lot about the New Orleans Saints because everyone thought coming into this one, they looked at the schedule for the Saints. They're like, oh, my God, Bryce Young, Monday Night Football, rookie quarterback. Week one, they got Ryan Tannehill. Then they got Jordan Love. No one knew that Jordan Love was going to hit the scene this year starting off starting off the season and here you go jordan love is here to stay and he's gonna seem like a problem so he's not no cakewalk that you can go into so interesting way uh this game is gonna turn out uh let's go ahead and show the scores for for us max i got 26 24 packers by a close one same thing for you you got 17 to 16 gonna be an exciting one man let's move on to the afc south Jaguars, Houston Texans, giving the Texans some love. I, I would think that they will be a double-digit underdog. Uh, almost there, nine and a half points. Max, what do you think? Uh, they don't have enough to beat this Jacksonville team. Jacksonville's coming off a loss to Kansas City. You know they're going to want to kind of a, for, like establish a hold on the division. Houston, the only wait reason to watch this game is if you want to just see C.J. Stroud and see what he's about. Uh, 30 to 20, they're going to cover. They just they're not there yet. Wait one year for Houston one. One year. It I would be impressed if they could just keep it close. Yeah. I like what I've seen last week, at least, for CJ Shroud. I went back and watched the game. Uh throwing in a shit ton of times. He was getting he was getting hit a lot, right? He was getting hit a lot. Was- and uh watch out for Tank Dell. Tank Dell out of Houston, little munchkin, uh got involved in, in the offense a lot more last week. Uh, potentially can be a game breaker for them. But Jacksonville, man, they're coming off of that loss against KC. They, they're they loaded. I think Calvin Ridley is going to get back on track. Uh, Captain Kirk uh, with Christian Kirk, at, uh, wide receiver. Trevor Lawrence had a bad game last week. He's looking to bounce back. ETN, the list goes on. And what does Houston struggle with, like you just said? Offensive line. They got Josh Allen and yeah. uh, Trayvon Walker. So. Yeah, it's gonna be bad, I think. Uh, Jags all the way. Uh 30 to 16. You got 30 to 20. Okay. This is potentially the game of the week. I feel like this has the most meaning to it because we got two playoff teams right here. Chargers 
Loser, loser goes home. Yeah, loser goes home. Chargers and Vikings. This one's in Minnesota. Chargers 0-2, Vikings 0-2. Let's break this one down, man. Is are you gonna wind who's up? Who's gonna ruin this game last for themselves? Like who's gonna <laughs> shoot themselves in the foot? Like, like who's gonna fumble for Minnesota? And I will say this: they just traded for Cam Akers. Yeah, that's not gonna fix their inability to run the ball. Yeah, I don't believe so. I truly think that this game is gonna be sloppy. It's gonna be turnover galore. The one thing, if you're Minnesota, you're thinking, "Wow, the Chargers can't stop shit." Well, Justin Jefferson, he'll get he'll get 250 yards. Hey, but this Viking defense can't really stop anybody either. They were getting they literally got the ball ran down their throat by Philly, and I know the Chargers aren't that type of team like Philly, but I think if Eckler plays this game, I'm leaning towards the Chargers. I'm leaning towards the Chargers regardless. Like I hate to just pick them, I just think the wheels are going to fall off for Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close one, a very close one, one, yeah. very close. I look. I want to pick Minnesota, but I just think they're fraudulent, man. Uh, it's showing from last year that they are. Oh, they didn't win every one score game ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what did you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's Justin Jefferson or bus with them, and Kirk Cousins has been playing good, but. It's apparent, bro. Like, they're missing Dalvin Cook. They're missing Dalvin Cook a lot. Alexander Madison's not the answer. It's a reason why they signed Cam Akers. But the Chargers got some stuff going on. No Eckler. The Brandon Staley thing. When are they going to make a mistake? They have Keenan Allen out here carrying the fucking load on offense. Their defense is suspect. It's hard. It's really hard to, to put your faith into the Chargers, man. Because for them to win this game, what did Philly did last week? What did they do, Max? They ran the ball ran down the, ball the Vikings' down the throat. throat. Or do we have faith that Joshua Kelly can do that against this Minnesota Vikings defense? Oh, can this offensive line create the holes and space for them? I would say no, they probably can't, no. Yeah. So we're basically betting on Herbert. We're betting on Herbert to beat out Kirk Cousins and the Chargers just being way too talented to go 0-3. That was my thinking. I I just think they're going to, you know, the Chargers, they haven't turned the ball over yet, which I really like. They've just had dumb, dumb penalties. I think they're going to win this game. Like I said, it's going to be 21-20, to maybe a late field goal, maybe a late dumb penalty by the Vikings or a turnover. I'm going 21-20, Chargers, excuse me, over the Vikes. Yeah, I'm going the Chargers as well. Uh, close one here, though. Okay, let's go Dallas, Arizona. <laughs> Arizona, man. Dallas, 50 <laughs> yeah. to 20. Yeah. Uh, there, wow. Real quick, let me just let me, let me me just do the whole thing by myself. <laughs> I don't need you. Dallas defense is going to destroy this fucking team. There's nothing exciting to watch on Arizona. There's no rookie quarterback. There's no playmaker you're really excited about. There's no one on defense. That's it. Just yeah. let's see. Let's see if Dak. Let's just another test for Dak and see if he takes care of the ball and how the Cowboys play. Cowboys will win this game handily. I want to have some faith in Joshua Dobbs, man, but 
<laughs> nah. Yeah, uh, we got to speed it up. Speed it up, bud. <laughs> I'm letting the highlights play, man. They're watching uh, Micah Parsons right now with the stunt. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Cowboys too, man. Uh, let's move on to Chicago and KC. Okay. This one is a higher spread. We we got to talk about Justin Fields and his comments earlier. Uh, what, oh, we got to talk about the, Alan Williams. The DC just resigned today. Yeah, that's that's some crazy shit too. Uh, I mean, allegations. Let's just put like I'm going to say this about Alan Williams. Let's talk about Justin Fields after. Anytime your DC resigns in the middle of the week during a game week, weird weird shit's gone down. Doesn't matter. He he said the excuse. There's the reports. His house got raided by FBI. Whatever. Not a good sign for Chicago. Their defense already sucked, by the way, in case you guys were wondering. So maybe addition by subtraction. But in the middle of the week, players respond to shit like that. So anything else you'd like to add about the defensive coordinator situation? Yeah, it's something about his house being raided. And it's something super serious. I I don't know. I I don't know much information on it, but I completely agree. The defensive coordinator leaving in the middle of the fucking week is going to be an issue. And uh, that's going to be something to look at. But the Chicago fucking defense sucked already. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was going to get fired regardless. Yeah. So let now let's talk about Justin Fields. So. If you know the exact quote, Max, go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. But something over under the lines of the coaching could be an issue, and he felt robotic out there, and basically said that, right? Or am I I'm wrong? I'm just gonna pull up his quote. I'm not sure. He's. It was about the screenplay. I remember. Yeah. I'm never gonna blame anything on my coaches. Never going to blame anything on my teammates. I take, uh, well, he's saying I will take all the blame. I guess that's what he said today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he said he's playing robotic, not blaming the coaches. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Justin Fields, uh, I don't know if it's coaches telling you trying to dissect the field or what. You've got it. the Chicago coaches, whatever. you got to change it up, man. Um, we talked about him a lot before, and I think one of my cons was processing stuff. Yeah. Now, not to say he's a dumb guy. That doesn't mean you're dumb. Sometimes you don't trust your tight end. Sometimes you're like, DJ Moore is all I got. Matthew Stafford with Calvin Johnson could be guilty of the same sin. It just happens when you're throwing the Calvin Johnson on double coverage, you'll get away with it. But some quarterbacks, one, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Derek Carr last year with Devontae Adams would always look his way constantly. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's Justin Fields thing he's doing, but he misses open people. There's no semblance of a short passing game. I haven't really watched the all 22 of them a lot. I'm going to watch it after this game just to see if he has another piss poor game. Yeah. But it's hard for me to pick. The, pick. There's. It's hard for me to think this game will be competitive with the way they've played than now with the shit surrounding them one. It's going to be a blowout to the Chiefs. Yeah. 35 10. I'm picking the Chiefs as well. I, I'm completely on board. Uh, one thing I don't want to completely defend justin fields to the point where nothing is his fault but i would say this man max you you can attest to this how frustrating is it when somebody's telling you something and you wind up getting they wind up getting inside your head they get you off your game and you're just not playing as freely as you can yeah it happens all the time it it happens in uh in 
in basketball and it happens in football, man. And I can only imagine what's going through his head if the coaches are telling him, hey, you know what? You got to stop running out there. Uh, look for this. He wants and, you to be a pocket passer. Yeah. And sometimes, man, you just got to let it fucking loose and let the kid play his game because him play it seemed like last year him playing freely and playing his game the kid almost rushed for over a thousand yards and was making play after play after play and these last two weeks it does seem like that because i can't imagine that justin fields is that fucking stupid on plays where he misses all four guys so I can completely understand if the coaches are telling him one thing and he's like, dude, like I'm looking for this and I'm just overthinking shit. Like I'm overthinking stuff right now. Let's simplify some things in this offense and let's take the gimmies. Let's get DJ Moore the ball in space. Hey, let's get me in space. Let's try to call some run plays for me. Get me going. Like simple stuff like that. And I don't know who's the veteran leader in that locker room to say that. Maybe it's DJ Moore, but if anyone else won't say it, it has to be Justin Fields. He needs to say something about it, and he's going the wrong way about it by telling through the media because now it gets people like us talking about it and people outside that are just making more noise that's just unnecessary for the team, uh, straight up. I mean, I, I look at the Bears' offense, and it's it's nothing special. Like, yeah. I don't trust the O-line play. I don't really trust – the receivers outside of DJ Moore. But I will say there was plenty of times where he just padded the shit out of the ball. And I'm like, you just got to go. We talked about it on Sunday. So this will be an interesting week to see how they play. Obviously they're playing arguably the best team of football. So like I said, it'll be a blowout with all the bullshit happening. Like I said, you got negative comments from the quarterback uh, defense coordinator getting fired. Unless this team happens to be the 2020 Raiders. It's not happening. Yeah. All right. Let's hey, even the 2020 Raiders um started off the year two and zero, but that's regardless. Go ahead, throw shade. Speaking of them Raiders, that wasn't shade, asshole. That was like <laughs> when Gruden got fired and the the Henry Ruggs. Like they they're not gonna. Fight they ain't built like us, dog. Ain't no one built like yeah, that exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Vegas. Uh, Sunday night football Ugh. taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is gonna be a funny game. I. I highly doubt this is going to be a blowout. And if it no, is, clown it. Enough. If Yeah, if if it is, clown me. Go ahead. If it isn't in the Raiders, blow, blow them out, which I doubt. Hey, fuck it. I'll take it. But this is going to be an ugly game. I feel like there's going to be a call in this one that drives people fucking nuts. And <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it because... A lot of the things that the Pittsburgh Steelers like to do and that are good at, the Raiders have an answer for it. I truly feel that way. Um, I know that the Steelers have a really good defensive line in TJ Watt, but the Raiders have given up the least amount of pressures the last two weeks in the league. Like their they, pass blocking has they been. Were, they really played stout defensive lines, too, I might add, sarcastically. Yeah. 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 Sarcasm. But, yeah, sarcasm. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's something to look at, man. It's something to look at. And I feel like Pittsburgh, what's their recipe of winning? We seen it last week. TJ Watt going fucking nuts, bro. 
What do you think about yeah, this defense one? scoring points? Well, I think it's going to come down to Jimmy G and if Pittsburgh can force him to make a mistake. I think Pittsburgh will win the game regardless. If they can turn over Jimmy G and get a couple times on him, they'll blow them out. That's just my take on it. I don't think the Pittsburgh's offense is really going to put up a ton of points. Maybe a, a Pickens like breaks one off, but they're not going to, I don't think they're going to just pound the ball on you guys like the Eagles could or somebody right. like that. They're not good enough blocking and Najee Harris isn't even the best running back on their team at this point. Yeah. To me, this, the Steelers are not dynamic enough to really hurt the Raiders. That's my whole thing. The, yeah. The unless, Ra- they, unless they get some defensive stuff. Yeah. I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. And that's why I, I, I'm picking the Raiders in this one. I, I think it's a good matchup for them. Um, but the Raiders have penalty issues. The Raiders cannot run the ball right now. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been abysmal these last two weeks. I don't know what has happened. But I still have faith in Jimmy G and the passing game. I feel like they can put up some points against the Steelers team. I got Raiders 24-21. I got the Steelers 27-20. All right. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, I might get on the podcast pretty upset if they lose. That's besides the fact because you'll be upset on Monday night. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Monday night football. First of the doubleheader, quote unquote, doubleheader. If you want to call stupid. it that. So yeah. stupid. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh I guess the NFL knew what they were doing because we got two undefeated teams here, baby. Baker Mayfield going up against Jalen Hurts. Uh, the undefeated Bucks. What do you think about them so far, man? Because they've looked pretty damn good. Well, they have a they have a solid defense. I'm just surprised of Baker's ability to take care of the ball. Look, it's like it's going to be 90 there on Monday, which isn't something you want to see. It might be a little rainy. I think that kind of plays into the Eagles' hands. Or if you can muck it up and you can just turn it into a pound the ball, be a big person team. Um, I don't think the Eagles are just going to come out there and destroy the Bucks. I think the I was kind of thought this could be the shit year. It all falls apart with Todd Bowles. Still might be if Baker just you know reverts to his old ways. But I have a hard time thinking the Eagles are just going to destroy the Bucks defense. I think it'll be a close game, low scoring affair. Yeah, it's it's hard to evaluate the Bucks, man, because you see all the dysfunction with with the Bears coming out this week and. And Minnesota's uh, just not doing so hot either. Exactly. But um, Mike Evans has something to prove, man. Contract uh, negotiations were going on this offseason. Didn't get what he wanted. Didn't get the contract. And he looks like a fucking spring chicken out there, man. He is running his ass off. He looks fucking five years younger, it seems like. And Baker seems to be the perfect guy for this offense, man. He He's all... he's balling out he's throwing the fucking ball out there deep uh chris godwin mike evans is like a match made in heaven and he's kind of shutting me the fuck up man these last two weeks because yeah 100 he is I, he's played just fine great yeah terrific whatever you want to call it he's yeah. done he's not been the baker i or you thought he'd be and a lot of people forget i think me me and max were were giving baker a lot of props the year that he took the cleveland browns to the to the playoffs and then it wound up happening the next year yeah he looks good he looks like that guy in cleveland that that year that they made the playoffs and then on the philadelphia side um let's see if they can get kenneth gamewell back we know they can run the ball 
what do you think about AJ Brown, man? It seems like AJ Brown had some drama on the sidelines last week. I Devon- don't think it was much. I think I don't think it was much. I think Jalen Hurts has favored Devontae Smith one because of Christian Gonzalez two. The Minnesota game which became run, 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 run the ball down their throats. I think AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts are good friends. We know that they were like the first people when he got traded there. Right. Like he's a he's a dog. Sometimes when dogs aren't doing what they are supposed to do, they get mad. They'll take a little, they'll a little like take a little like bite at you. Yeah. They don't mean it. It's just like, hey, I'm a dog. Like feed right. the dog. <laughs> but I don't think it's anything big. You know, we're two and zero. There's nothing that's in AJ Brown's career that made me think he's a selfish asshole. Like a t not not an asshole, but he's someone selfish and self centered. Like To would be. Like yeah. To wouldn't let shit go. Yeah. Uh. Kind of confirming what what I thought was going to happen with this team, though, as far as that dynamic goes. I did think that Devontae Smith was going to take that leap and be the number one guy in Philly. And it's seeming like that. I don't know if it's like a leap one. I think it's maybe also, let's make sure we really cover A.J. Brown. Like, let's really. We know <laughs> Jalen Hurts loves this guy. Let's stop. Let's stop him. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like at this point, I think Devontae. We, gotta, we have a new play caller. Give him some time. He'll, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I got Philly. Um, I got Philly too. Close yeah. game. 17 14. I do not have a close game. I got 31 to 19. I think this one could get ugly. Um, yeah, it's only like one and a half possession. It's not a close game. I don't. I don't. I think you it's have gonna, this game being closer than the other. You're fucking out. What Go do you mean? What do you mean I have this have one Rams, being closer? You have the Rams game close. Yeah, the Rams are better. They're better than the Bucks. You trust the Rams more. You trust the Bucks more than the Rams. No. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Who would have thought? Pacu versus Jamar Chase. Pacu, whatever his name is. <laughs> Look, man. Is Joe Burrow healthy or what? Because the film does not say. No. That. He's not. He's hurt. He's the, hurt. Yeah. the The film did not look good. I rewatched that that Bengals that Bengals game and. He just doesn't, man. I, I feel like the playmaking ability of running around and making some more time that Mahomes kind of magic kind of play style, I don't see it. And I don't know what to think of the Bengals, but it seems like any time that this team's back is against the wall, they usually respond. And it's a perfect time to do it. They're at home against a Rams team that has been uh a shooting star at this point better than everyone fucking expected. Um, they got to get right this game. They got to get right. This is a must win. This is a must win for the yeah. Bengals. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you 100%. Zach Taylor's never beaten Sean McVay. Look, Bengals season's on the line right now. 0-3, it might be too big of a hole to climb out of, especially Baltimore is going to probably start off 3-0. and Look, 24, I mean, sorry, the Bengals have a lot of guys that they need to kind of get going. Jamar Chase, haven't really heard much from Trey Hendrickson. Obviously, Joe Burrow, you know, he's banged up, but this is a game you need to win. You should win. I'm going with the Bengals 28-17 against the L.A. Rams. Yeah. One thing to watch out for this game, uh, I got 24-21. to One thing to watch out is this can be a game where the Bengals can do their thing as far as my guy's better than yours. I'm going to dominate you like that. 
because the Rams, yeah, the Rams really don't have a lot. They don't. They don't, man. They're a well-coached team, but like their corners are not that good. Their defensive talent besides Aaron Donald is not that good. Puka Nakua, good story. I think he's going to keep on succeeding, but I don't think he's enough, man. He's not enough with Stafford. Um, excited to see Kyron Williams, though. Your boy. Yeah, I like him a lot, man. Yeah, see, really see, excited for him. They, they got Cam Akers out of there, so... Hey, more touches for for your boy Kyron. All right, uh, let's go over soul pick of the week, and then we'll we'll let you guys go. All right, soul pick of the week. We're going with the Dallas Cowboys. Look, uh, yeah, it's too Arizona easy. Cardinals. Too yeah, it, it, it was easy for for me and Max. We're undefeated. We still got all of our souls this year. Um, we'll see who loses its soul first this week. It can potentially be both of us if the Cowboys. Fuck us over. And I'm just I think we'll be good. I'm pretty confident in this one, Ron. I'm <laughs> fairly confident. All right. Hopefully I keep on winning in the pickums. I'm confident in that. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment down below any thoughts, opinions that you guys have about week three. Uh we will see you guys Monday morning or Tuesday morning. One of the two. Okay, we'll have an episode out for you guys. For n- until then, we out. Peace.